the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, and for the next two hours, you're stuck with me, whether you like it or not. But you have an off button on your radio, so you can do that as well. It's important to know that uh, the rules here are really none, except it's not a good idea to mention that you got any information from YouTube. The phone number is 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And my guests today are Dan from SNS Tire, and I think you're a second generation of that of the ownership of that. Yes, sir. And dad and mom started it. Absolutely. And your dad started? Uh, in 1976. Okay. And you guys started with tires, but your relationship was with a variety of companies? Uh, yeah, we are, uh, I would say, tire-oriented, but uh, we do full service uh, and have uh, three locations in the West Valley. Okay. And... I know that it's called SNS Tire, but I already know, I know too that you do pretty much all the maintenance uh, alignments and stuff that goes along with tires, but air conditioning services and all that other kind of stuff. Absolutely. But that's the name that got started with mom and dad. Absolutely. So you're a second generation. Yes, sir. Sitting to my right is Brad. Um, we couldn't decide what we're going to call Brad, but some of the names we tried um, weren't very nice, and I would get in trouble on, on the radio. But Brad, good morning to you. Good morning, Mark. And um, do you, we we haven't really decided what you are, but for the for this time, I'm going to call you customer service, HR, and personnel, which is the same thing. Is I'll okay? take it. Yeah. All right. And you're the third generation of this family. Yes, I am. Okay. Now your transition, you got you went to high school. Did you go to college? I uh, did some college. Oh, so did I. So and nobody has to know if it's two hours or if it's all, all four <laughs> years. So you don't ask me, and I won't ask you. So the idea is, is you are lear- on the job learning. I am. Yes. I. Yep. As I travel between the three locations, uh, I'm I'm helping and, and learning at the same time, and I've got a couple of great mentors to to learn from too. So do they always agree? Uh, not, stop always. At him. not always. Not always. <laughs> so, most of the time, though, they get the along. Time? They do get along very well. But don't you think you might be like the tiebreaker? Yeah, yeah. You know, you know I think they should come to me for the uh, the overall answer. So yeah, I, somebody, I agree with you. Somebody has to to be at the steering wheel. But if you're the third vote, then you know you might do that. I know our kids, Andy and Alan, do the same thing. Sometimes it's uh, we have a. A discussion. Actually, there's four of us, Renee and I and the kids. But one of us will draw the short straw and can't vote. And so everybody else will do it. And 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 Dan, when when Brad has a problem, does he call you? And, and this is how I, f- I form it. He calls you and puts all the problem on the desk and walks away? No, he doesn't do that at all. Has he done that when he started? Oh yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, because that's that. I I say the same thing to the kids. Call me with the problem, 
and give me the menu, and I'll pick which one of them I think we should do. Absolutely. Which forces them to do that. But there was a lot of time. It, it, it's calling. I, I said, you just walked in and, and left a mess on my desk. I mean, it, somebody else has caused the mess, and you didn't do anything about it. Now you want me to be the fireman. Yeah, there's uh, that's something in our company we we try to emphasize uh, throughout. Actually, salespeople and and down the line, but uh, don't just bring problems, bring solutions. That's that's a better way to put it. And you're you're right, um, Brad. Are are you part of the uh, the team that hires and dismisses people? Uh, occasionally, yes. Okay. Yeah. Do you remember the pers- first person you had to dismiss? Oh, I do. Yes. <laughs> now that's traumatic. I remember that. That's traumatic, right? It, yeah, I, I would have to say it's probably one of the worst things that we've got to do on our plate, you know. So, uh, but you know, when when it's uh, when it comes down to the overall picture, you got to have the right people in the in in the right seats, and uh, you know, if they're not uh, performing, it's bringing everybody else down. It's something that's got to be done, unfortunately. Now, my after being in business for 39 years, this is what I think about that. Um, when you go to dismiss a guy, uh, any kind of a guy, um, you, you, you might start off with is, um, do, you, do you have any idea how long it'll take you to find another job? <laughs> <laughs> kind of sets the tone. Now, I would say 90% of the guys I've opened with that have said, I'll have another job in two days. And then I say, okay, well, how can I help in the transition? Because it's not working. It's not working. And do you want to know your deficiencies? Do you want to know what what the issues are? No, no. They'll either be no or they'll say yes. But um, and then you know, if you if you'll give me a resignation, then um, I'll pay you for a week, and you can go out and see if you can find another job. Well, today that's not a good idea because there is no jobs, or there's jobs but no technicians. They're slim. They're far between. And it seems to me we're doing what we've done in the past. We just steal from one another. And that, that's that, something. That happens a lot. We, uh, we're we doing a lot of the uh, um, shows with the students and mm-hmm. uh, go and, you know, meet the high school students, meet the uh, Votech students, uh, trying to get a kind of a leg up um, when they're haven't maybe made a decision as to what direction they want to go. So college isn't for everybody. Well, and, and, and I agree. You've got some trade schools around you. Do you go there? Do you find the quality of the kids there, the quality of the men and the women there, a little higher than the other kids that you might hit in in, in college, junior college environments or high school environments? Yeah, I would say that you know, the kids that are, are going to one of the trade schools, you know, at least have chosen a path. Um, you know, when you hire a kid out of high school or, um, you know, college, they really aren't sure what they want to do. Yeah. Um, you know, occasionally you get with the, uh, the trade school, you know, the kids that are, um, parents wanted them to go to, go to college or do something. Um, and trade school just happened to be it. Yeah. Um, so you get some that are more involved, um, or better than others, but uh, yeah. I think that my argument with the trade schools is that I'd like to see you be more general. A guy comes in, he's got a diesel background, and he doesn't have anything else. Yeah. I mean, he's probably great from what it is, but the diesels don't make up 10% of what we do, maybe 15 or 20, but, and or they're a BMW focus, or they're yeah, some kind of Ford. an import Ford or anything. 
So I, I, I wish it was more general. I, I wish, and, and they don't really start anymore at points and condenser. And obviously, that's not important. But if they did, then that kid would be able to work on a car that's pre-74, pre-74. 76 for Chevy, Ford, and Dodge all went to electronic ignition. Well, and the the other thing is is that, you know, these kids are spending a ton of money on these tech schools, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's, you know, I'm sure it's good, good quality training, um, but I personally think that us as shop owners need to maybe do a little better job of uh, bringing them in and mentoring and... Um, That's the word. Have, having a program that uh, suits some of these younger kids that they can kind of grow within our company and and maybe they're not you know with our company forever but um you know they've learned some of some valuable stuff um with, while they're with us and 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 then go on their way and and the mentoring is the word that seems to be something that's being discussed within the car repair industry we've looked at hiring a young a young person a man or a woman and putting them with a senior tech and giving the senior tech a very small piece of that worker's uh, sales, so to speak, or of his labor effort. And and having the senior guy watch the younger guy, and then together they diagnose the car, but the senior guy goes to the next car, and the young kid goes to the repair. Um, the two big problems with that is, is when the youngster makes a mistake, then the senior tech is not willing to take responsibility for it. And the senior tech really doesn't have time to do this, not recognizing that he's getting um, paid for him and he's getting paid for maybe 10 or 20% of the kid. So it's been hard to do that transition. The mentoring part is hard. Those of us that have been in the business a long time just can't take enough time out of our day to walk them through. I agree. And and it's, it's tough because so many of them bury themselves because they're alignment guys or they're air conditioning guys and it's just we i think you'll agree we need more well-rounded guys absolutely and uh and we need guys that have been around the tool truck for five years (laughs) (laughs) which means they've been working somewhere so are you doing lots of interviews brad uh fair amount yes yep and uh you know touch upon the the schools that you're uh discussing they we've gotten a lot of uh great uh young men and and some women as well uh out of the schools that are just eager to learn and you know to provide a mentorship is really a a, you know a great uh way to keep them uh involved you know they 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 have that desire to continue to learn and if you don't provide you know some way for them to keep going up then you know could lose lose their interest but and and you're both right the the other thing that's we used to have auto mechanics classes in all the high schools so we could go in there and talk to the to the students that were there with greasy fingernails. We had the opportunity to talk to them and hand out business cards and all that kind of stuff. All the auto repair shops are gone. So in the East Valley, they all go to Evit. And so what we've done is is we we called the other day to a couple of people that we know at different high schools, and we said, we need somebody to run parts, sweep up. We need a just general repair, but somebody who's really interested in cars. And these two people sent us three or four applicants and we found them to be good but the teachers i think know really the good kids that are on time that have initiative they're walking across the street or walking across the bays and they see something on the floor and they pick it up do you know what i do i have left 20 dollar bills and old styrofoam cups behind the fence and they may sit there for days <laughs> i'll focus the security camera on it just sits there for days so 
after a couple of them picked it up and found money in it, then they recognize that somebody's doing it. I'm admitting to you that it's me, but <laughs> I just wanted to have initiative. I just, so now I'm down to five bucks or something like that. I'm not doing 20 anymore. 602-508-0960. If you have a car question, um, you certainly can give us a call. 602-508-0960. I'm going to leave something out here, uh, throw something out on the table. So if you have a, if you want part of this discussion, is there any advantage to filling your tires with nitrogen as opposed to compressed air? So when we come back, we're going to talk about that, and you're welcome to join us at 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. Dan and Brad are here from SNS Tire. Dan is like second generation because your father started it. Yes, sir. And then Brad is your son, and he's the third generation. He's my nephew. Nephew. Okay. Yep. Does he belong to Rob? He does. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. So does he get along with Rob pretty good, or are you the mediator between them? Uh, <laughs> it, it, it works always. Okay. And, and, and it's the same way in our family. It's yeah. the same way in our family. So 602-508-0960. We'll be right back. Larry Elder explains the two faces of the Democrat Party. Let me tell you something. Nancy Pelosi does not hate President Trump. Joe Biden does not hate President Trump. They say they do. They act like they do. You can simultaneously call the Republican Party racist and then call one of its leaders a decent guy. It doesn't make any sense unless it's BS when you're calling them racist. And that's the answer is. The Larry Elder Show, weeknights at 6 on Intelligent Talk 960. The Patriot. Phoenix Body Works is a family-owned and operated collision repair facility that opened in 1982. That's over 35 years ago, helping family and friends with their collision repair needs with unparalleled honesty, integrity, and quality. We have grown into the finest collision repair facility in the Valley of the Sun. We are located on 19th Avenue, one half block north of Deer Valley Road. We're open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m., to 5 p.m. and on Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 12 noon for estimates. Give us a call at 623-582-1434 or visit our website at www.phxbodyworks.com, view our YouTube video, or read our Yelp reviews. Remember, it's your vehicle and you decide who repairs your vehicle, not the insurance company. We work with all insurance companies on your behalf and eliminate the stress of dealing with the repairs. We are not beholden to the insurance company. At Phoenix Body Works, we work for you. Celebrate Independence Day with the D-backs on Friday, the 5th of July. Game time is 6 p.m. Then sit back in air-conditioned Chase Field as the roof opens for a fireworks spectacular. Presented by Gila River Hotels and Casinos. Visit dbacks.com. This is the Terminator. Listen to America's money ace of the airways, Victoria McVeigh, here at 960 The Patriot. She's smart, savvy, and a serial entrepreneur. So grab your wine, whiskey, or Perrier and come play with Victoria McVeigh on Sundays at 8 p.m. She'll have you saying hasta la vista, baby, to your financial dismay. Hey, guys. Let's play some video games. This new dad plays video games with his sons. But the challenge feels like he's lifting a metric ton. So many buttons. His avatar just stares at the walls, twists and turns and somehow falls. Help me. He's tangled up in the controller's cord. I just don't understand this crazy digital world. Crazy, crazy digital world. But the love from his kids is totally apparent. Ooh, 
See, you don't have to be perfect to be the perfect parent. You should have just played catch. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Today, my new dad and I shot off a rocket in the park. Today, my new son and I failed to shoot off a rocket. The rocket launched into the air. And then crashed into the pond. I'll never forget that day. I'll never forget that day, even if I tried. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of kids in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Patriot App Tip number 6. Find the latest articles from Town Hall, Hot Air, or even the most recent posts from Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Dennis Prager, and more, all on the Patriot App News Feed. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Welcome back, everybody. 20 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and sitting here next to me is uh, we've got Dan from SNS Tire, and then we've got his nephew, which, and Rob's the other half of the, of the people that are flying the plane. Correct. So yes. You and Rob are in the, in the pilot seat. Certainly couldn't do it without him. Yeah, and then we've got Brad here who um, has the broom. And he kind of goes around and cleans up the small messes? Yes. <laughs> okay. Are you willing for that? Yeah, okay. I'll take that, too. You can be the janitor. We'll just rename you the janitor, <laughs> and you clean up the messes. How about that? I'm pretty good with windows. Well, and you could use that on your on your business card. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the janitor for S&S Tire. They go, what does that mean? You say, I clean up messes. Okay. My daughter it. has on her business card, Andy Salem, uh, CEO, full-time babysitter of the men at Salem Boys. That's and good. she didn't get permission before that, but it doesn't bother me a bit. I don't care. Automotive Dynamics is Sun City's largest and most trusted source for complete auto repair. Family-owned and operated since 1982. I've known Chuck Knighty, who opened that shop since 1968. He's a good guy. They provide good quality service. They stand behind their work and all that other stuff. Their staff, mechanics, aren't paid a commission. Now, most of our industry is kind of looking at that, but... It's important to understand that they don't pay their mechanics a commission or a percentage of your repair bill, repair bill, so therefore they don't sell unnecessary parts and repairs. There's a lot of us that are keeping track of that to see how that might work. It, the issue is is productivity. So nevertheless, if you're anywhere in Sun City and you need some, some car repair done, the north side of Grand, just west of 99th Avenue, is Auto Dynamics. So we were talking about, during the break, we're talking about the difficulties, Dan, of running the shops at times. I'm going to give you a few minutes to think about it, but the biggest issue you've got, and I'll tell you ours, it's the vendors. We we get hustled a lot. And unlike not unlike when your dad started and when I started, um, there's lots of guys out there. And there's auto parts stores galore that are willing to give you good service and all that other kind of stuff. But then there's the warehouses behind those stores, and then you even have another level after that. So the further up you go, then the further the, the more money we make on the part. But at the same time, there's a volume associated with our our sales. You run absolutely, into that yeah, I agree. And and when we talk about parts, um, I share with lots of people, and you and I had this conversation earlier. Is is that Wix and Champ make virtually every oil filter that's sold in the United States. So to pay extra 15 or 20 or $30 for a fancy filter that does better than everybody else is going to be kind of a tough sell for me. I'm not selling that. 
Yeah, I, um, I, I, I agree with that. The hard part is, it's the same with batteries. I tell people buy the cheapest oil filter you can find because realistically, if I if I'm in Payson and I need something, I'll go down to the auto parts store and I buy the same thing. I'm not going to drive to Phoenix to pick up an oil filter. Correct. And they don't FedEx oil filters, so my daughter already told me that. Nevertheless, those are the kinds of things that we have. There's lots of places that provide warranty for their parts, but it's not necessarily in any way, shape, or form put us back the way we were before we installed their defective part. And then you probably, Brad and and Dan, have you seen those boxes come in with nothing on the outside with a part on the inside yet? Mm -hmm. And that's an unusual thing that's happening as well. There was somebody that just came into town not too long ago and bought up a bunch of shops. And um, he has a tremendous background in the parts and the auto repair industry. Tremendous. What's happened in other cities, and I don't know if he's involved, but what's happened in other cities, they bought up a bunch of auto repair shops, guys like us, independents. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're actually buying parts from offshore. And there's, it's estimated that there's 12 or 15 people between us between the installer and the manufacturer. So everybody's stepping on it and making money. So they're flying it in, and if you watch, um, what's that television show where they uh, try to buy, you try to sell your business, what's the heck's the name of that? Um, uh, what, Shark Tank. Shark Tank. You talk about landed price. They always talk about landed price. How much did it cost me once it's here? Well, they're bringing these warehouses throughout the United States, and so they're make. I mean, they've bought it for half as much as they normally would because they've duped out all the middle guys. So they're putting it in their auto repair shop, and, the, and therefore they make more money on the parts than you and I do. They pay their technicians just a, an hourly rate or a salary, but they're going to make a whole lot more money than I and you are because they bought their parts for a dollar. Now they can sell them for 10 and you yeah. and I sell them for 10 but we paid 7 Right. So it's a different it's a different ball game altogether. It's a little different when you own the, the whole supply line. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, there is a place here in town, a warehouse in town, that, that I have got to go see, but there's no name on it, so I don't really know what it is. They take seven containers a day, and it's estimated they sell a million dollars of parts a day. Hmm. And it's somebody that is in a facility now that used to be active, but hasn't been active for 10 years. So it was a WD, a warehouse direct guy. So it makes a big difference. Our industry is changing. For, sure, Changing it, for sure it is. Brad, do you find anything different with respect to the difficulty of the cars? I get that all the time. Which would you rather work on, points and condenser cars or the new fuel-injected fancy, uh, fancy, you know what I'm talking about, cars that have 15 computers and, and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, probably the, the, the first option. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would too. But it is getting easier on the newer model cars. Yeah, it is. There, there is. There's a lot of technology going into them, but you know, uh, so the equipment is advancing to to you know check, test, and evaluate the vehicles as well. That's an expensive uh, line item for us. Is buying new equipment. We still can't find the Dodge scanner that they have that's proprietary. Every once in a while, you'll see one on eBay, and it'll be gone within minutes. But sooner or later, that will come out. Right now, we're using generics like you guys are probably. But you're right. And then we're not going to buy the $25,000 scanner for a car that represents 1% of the cars on the road because that's just not that's just not cost effective. So if you have a Citron, and I'm using that as a joke, if you have a Citron, I'm not going to buy a scanner for a Citron because I see one of those a year. So... But I am capable of sending them to somebody who does have yeah. that scanner. So I can I can refer them most of the time. But then again, 
It's difficult. So we were going to talk about, um, we had somebody that, that called in, and, uh, and as soon as I can find the piece of paper, I'll tell you, is there an advantage to filling up your tires with nitrogen? Do you guys put nitrogen in tires? We offer it, yes. Okay. And do people accept it? Do they come in and ask for it? Uh, yeah, we get quite a few people that have been pre-sold on the idea that uh, nitrogen is, you know, something they have to have. Okay, and and then does it come with the green caps on the uh, valve stems and stuff like that to yeah, identify have, as yep. is that? Is that a, is that a good thing? Is that a really good customer service thing? And then the question is, is when they come in and they say, well, I was in Flagstaff and I had to add 10 pounds of air, what's the answer to that? Because we don't, we don't experience that. Is that okay? I mean, do we evacuate Yeah, the you certainly nutrient? can just add air to a tire that has nitrogen. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Um, it, you uh, very quickly lose the uh, advantage of having the nitrogen in when you add regular air, but it certainly is a safe option. I mean, okay. You, all right, and there is some nitrogen in the air already, but this, depending on the equipment and whether it's in a big tank or not, it uh, it's twice as good. Uh, they say twice as good as what the nitrogen. But nitrogen, to me, is what we put on the pastures, and it grows grass like crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and so you over-nitrogen your yard, and instead of mowing it once a week, you're going to mow it twice a week. So that's good for the horses just because it makes it easy for uh, for us to feed them, and a little cheaper than that as well. 602-508-0960, if you'd like to join us. And there is an advantage because there's a comfort advantage with respect to nitrogen. There's lots of discussion back and forth about nitrogen, but it really has everything to do with the personal comfort of the customer in front of you. Absolutely. And so if the customer in front of you has been sold on nitrogen and they come to you, they expect you to be able to handle that for them. And we can. And it's kind of like asking for a Fram oil filter or a specific kind of oil and all that other kind of stuff. You really, it's not, a, it's not real beneficial to uh, to argue that point when it comes to a customer. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. If you have any questions, you certainly can ask us. And when we come back, we're going to talk about synthetic oil on a classic car, and that's an important consideration because there's lots of you out there with lots of miles on your car. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Hi, it's Chris Funk again with Cool Touch Air Conditioning and Heating. Nothing makes me happier than a satisfied customer that's treated with care by our technicians. This is from Lori. My AC stopped working, so I called around and had a company come and check it out. After only 10 minutes, he said I had a bad compressor and I should consider buying a new unit. I decided to call Cool Touch for a second opinion. Ken came out within two hours and checked the entire system. It turns out that I just needed a capacitor replaced and the compressor was working fine. He was very pleasant, but most of all, he was honest. 
I felt like he was concerned more about me than selling me something. I will definitely call Cool Touch for any maintenance issue or replacement of my unit. That's the kind of work we pride ourselves on at Cool Touch. Right now, we're waiving the diagnosis fee of $59 for the Patriot listener. If your AC isn't working properly, give us a call and we'll diagnose it for you and give you your options honestly. 602-923-9600 or log on to cooltouch.us. Kick back and relax. We'll keep you cool. Rich is just a really, really, really good guy. The term good egg isn't enough to describe him. He's also certified organic and free range. Rich puts the cap back on everything. The toothpaste, the olive oil, the shampoo, everything. He lets his 10-year-old nephew beat him at virtual tennis, even though he can straight-up slay his 10-year-old nephew in virtual tennis. When the toilet paper is running low, Rich replaces the roll on the actual holder, not just on the back of the toilet. Rich is texting and driving. Rich? No. What are you doing, Rich? I was just telling everyone how great you are. Texting and driving? makes good people look bad. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Introducing the YMCA. What, you already know the Y? Or so you think. Sure, you know the Y for a swim, a workout, even a game of hoops. But did you know we're more than that? We're a cause. When you take your jump shot at the Y... Someone else is getting job training. Take a cardio class while kids are in an after-school enrichment program. Practice your downward-facing dog as a teen practices her leadership skills. That's the why. We work with people no matter their age, income, or background and give them the opportunity to learn, grow, and thrive, all with one simple goal in mind, to strengthen our community. And we've got so much more that does just that So while you might think of the Y as that place for lifting weights, we're also about lifting entire communities. Introducing the Y. We're so much more than a place. We're a cause. Visit ymca.net slash more. All about that theme and automobile, the metal monster with the polyglass wheels and results of the dream of Henry Ford. One, two, three. We knock away three, which is the microphone number three. 34 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, 602-508-0960. If you'd like to join us, 602-508-0960. Another good shop in town is Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. Since 1970, Thompson has been providing auto repair care. And even before that, because before that, Thompson's and Vivian, which is the two families that got married over, and, and so Brian and Thelma owned Thompson's Auto Repair, they had guys in the gas station business from 1960 on to 1970, and both sides of the family come from the gas station arena. So they've got a history. Both of them got a history. They have ASC certified technicians. They're going to follow up with friendly reminders to let you know when your vehicle might be due for service. They're really, really good, and they're the only shop in Mesa that I can actually recommend. So Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing is located on Main Street just east of Stapley. It's a good idea. And if you stop by, all you have to do is shake the hands of Brian or Thelma, and you'll understand why I really do believe that they're uh, good people. Now, there's another guy in town at 40th Street and Greenway. His name is Tom Blackwell. Tom just got out of jail day before yesterday for a... uh, uh, Oh, wait a minute. Someone else put the text in here. (laughs) 
Tom and I are cut from the same cloth. He's been around a very long time. He's at 40th and Greenway. He does everything from the top of the car to the bottom of the car in domestic and imports. He's a tremendous fabricator. So if you want some extra brackets made because you've got a camper, Tom would be the guy to go talk to. He does old cars and new cars. But if you have that 70 Chevelle that you want to turn into a $100,000 car or maybe a $10,000 car, Tom's one of the guys that can help you. But it's basically he's an independent-owned facility. He has ASE technicians, and he's really good at what he does. And he's at 40th and Greenway. All righty. We're going to go to the phones. I'm ready, Gil. And that would be Glenn. He's your Glenn? first caller. Glenn, good morning. How can I help you? Good morning, gentlemen. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Good you morning. bet. Uh, could you speak about the uh, lifespan of a uh, fuel filter uh, for me? Uh, you guys want to chime in? Okay. And, and I think there's many answers to that. The lifetime of a fuel filter up at the ranch might be six months. Because the fuel we get and the tanks we put in haven't seen a cleaning in 50 years. So, yes, a fuel filter in that environment. It has everything to do with where you're getting your fuel, and it has everything to do with the quality of the fuel filter you put in. I think I want to change your question. Mark, how often do you do fuel filters on the cars that you own? So, Dan, on your personal car. Now, I assume you love your wife and her car as well. So when do you change it? Do you do it at every oil change, every third oil change, whenever you do spark plugs? Is there any kind of rhyme or reason? There's not. Uh, a lot of the cars don't uh, you know, don't have an inline filter any, any longer. It's... Uh all built into the uh, into the tank. so And the sock in the tank is what you're alluding to. So, yeah, there's that. And not only that, there's a screen at the injectors. So, Brad, do you change yours or anytime soon or uh, uh, on a regular basis? I, I would say uh, probably about every 30, 35,000 miles yeah. we'll change out the fuel filter. I, I think you're right. But to answer your question, Glenn, let, let me share this with you. There's always symptoms when you have a filter that's plugged a fuel filter. There's always symptoms. And the symptoms say, I can go 51, but I can't go 55 because there's a fuel fuel restriction in the system, which is typically the, the filter. So most of the time, you'll have all the symptoms that you need. And most of the time, it will be a power and performance issue where, like I said, you can do 60, but you can't do 70. And when you're doing 70, it's going ta-da-ta-da-ta-da-ta-da-ta, and it's missing and it doesn't have any power. But when you back down, it does. So most of the time, now in the older model cars, I'd probably be doing those at least once a year because the filters in those old quadrajets and the filters on the old Ford pickup trucks weren't that great. And the trash that would be in an old truck tank that's a 70 Ford or 70 Chevrolet, you're talking about 50 years uh, unless the tank's been replaced. You're talking about there's, there might be some crap in there. So does that answer your question? Very thoroughly. Thank you okay. very much. You bet, Glenn. You bet. If you have any questions like that, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Neither, got, well, neither one of you guys bid about the wife comment. <laughs> <laughs> I had a guy in the studio that he says, it depends. on. Are you asking about my wife's car or my car? And it had to do with some kind of a maintenance or something like that. And I said, so am I to assume that your wife's going to drive around on tires where you can see the air? And he goes... Yeah. <laughs> I said, ooh, how long have you been married? He goes, a very long time. And I said, I expected, you know, a year or something like that, but a very long time. I, I think there's a hump there. So, you know, after a while, you, you, uh, you get tired. business, we call those Maypops. Yeah, yeah. What's the definition? 
tire that just may pop at any time. Yeah, today or tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) And those are the ones when you can see the air or the steels hanging out of them and stuff like that, you feel kind of bad when the lady who happens to be driving the cars says to you, you know, I'll address it later. It, sometimes that's a very difficult thing to deal with. So do you have a spare, ma'am? Can I put your spare on for you? You got steel hanging out of uh, the entire circumference of the car. So, um, And the number, you guys sell lots and lots and lots of tires. When it comes to tires, what do people do wrong that aggravates the wear or changes the wear? Is there something that you see on a regular basis that you see as a is a common problem. I would say that uh, probably neglect is the is the biggest challenge. Okay. Um, you know, most places offer free air inspections. Um, not a lot of people take advantage of that. Um, that's, in my opinion, I think that's probably the number one. You know, inflation. Yeah, I believe I'm with you. I, I think the other one, Brad, is rotation. Definitely. Yeah, I was going to touch upon that. Tire rotations or the lack of. You know, rotating the tires can really prolong the life of your tires, and you can, you know, generally see the mileage that that tire is meant to perform oh. at. So. Now, the front tires, just for the people that are here, the front tires will wear the outside edge as you turn left and right. So that they'll wear. The back tires are nice and flat across the, the tail end of it, unless it's an independent rear suspension, and we'll forget about that for right now. So we want to get the better tires on the back onto the front, and we want to give the fronts a break. So the question is, is, or I'll answer the question, owner's manuals have everything imaginable. Somebody said the other day, my owner's manual says every second oil change. Well, it uses a synthetic oil, and it's a 10,000-mile oil change, so they're going to go 20,000 miles without rotating the tires. I think that's a bad idea. I agree. I I usually say about every 5,000 miles is about what you want, and there's slight differences or variations to that, but every 5,000 miles is... What we recommend, and even if they did um, seventy five hundred miles, or they did two in that ten thousand mile range, because conventional, I don't know what you guys do, but it's three to five thousand around our place for the oil change, and then semi synthetic or the blends are seventy five hundred up. But then you start talking about synthetics that today in some of the cars go between ten and fifteen thousand miles. That idea that I can drive my car for fifteen thousand miles and not worry about it is what is a bad thing that they're creating by telling people they can go 15,000 miles on their oil change. It, it creates all kinds of problems that are going to occur in 15,000 miles, which is three-quarters around the girth of the Earth. It's 25,000 miles around the equator. So when you talk about 15,000 miles and you don't touch anything, lots can happen. Tire inflation certainly is one of them. So 602-508-0960 will be back right after this. The following statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. Amberin trials tested mild to moderate symptoms. Testimonial is based on 90 days of use. Results may vary. IRI US NULO, 52 weeks by UPC. Hi, I'm Mary Lou Retton, and I want to talk to you about something I haven't liked to talk about until now, my menopause. All my life, I've had energy, energy to win gold in 84. But when menopause hit me, with the hot flashes and night sweats, I began to feel sluggish every day. That all changed when I discovered Amberin. Amberin safely relieves 12 menopause symptoms by helping to restore your hormonal balance. Amberin is 100% drug-free, estrogen-free, and clinically tested. Amberin is America's number one menopause relief supplement. Thanks to Amberin, my fear of hot flashes is gone. My sheets aren't soaked every night, and my energy is back. 
give Amarant a try and see what it can do for you. It works. It really works. Hurry to your Walmart, Walgreens, Target, and other fine retailers nationwide and get Amberin today. Unexpected reactions to smart financial decisions brought to you by FeedThePig.org. Well, I finally did it. My student loan is totally paid off. I can't believe it. I can't believe it either. I paid more than the minimum each month, and soon enough, it was gone. So you're just giving up? Giving up on what? The life of luxury. Egyptian cotton, caviar Thursdays, designer everything. What are you talking about? Our plan. What happened to winning the lottery and mastering the art of the perfect mimosa? Hosting galas, wearing enough jewelry to require a bodyguard, vacationing in the French Riviera, and then buying it. I just thought maybe it was time to prepare for my future. You know, set some financial goals, make some smart investments, open a 401k. Financial goals? Investments? A 401k? You are horrifying right now. Listen, if winning the lottery were easy, everyone would do it. When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Maybe it's time to take a fresh look at everything we thought we knew about landing a great job. For instance, what if phenomenal careers start at the middle school science fair instead of at the job fair? If being the captain of the robotics team means just as much on a college application as being captain of the football team. And if knowing the quadratic formula is every bit as important as knowing the right people. Well, the fact is, the jobs of the future will be heavily geared towards science, technology, engineering, and math. In other words, the future is STEM. More opportunities, better pay. And the road to these great jobs starts as early as middle school. So if you're a student, talk to your school counselor about STEM. If you're a parent, talk to your kids. Because the job you'll get in the future may very well depend on what you do today. A public service message from America's Navy. Welcome back, everybody. 45 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. Dan Slagle from SNS Tire and his nephew, Brad. Both of them work there. Brad, what was it that decided we were going to call you? Janitor. Janitor. Yeah. He cleans up messes from everybody else. <laughs> that that should be on here. <laughs> I think that's a lot more fun than GM or, you know, customer service or something like that. Janitor kind of says everything. I, I like it. And if you walk around with a, a dirty broom in your hand, that really, or they're going to think you're a witch. But, you know, I'm thinking a janitor's probably going to make for it. <laughs> All right. Automatic Transmission Exchange. Uh, Phil and Fred Flintstone are friends because Phil's been around transmission since the 60s. Phil knows the fundamentals of transmissions, how we use to shift them using pressure and vacuum and stuff like that. But the newer ones, we shift it with a computer, depending on where your foot's at, how the temperature of the transmission, whether you're going uphill or downhill. Phil knows all of that. So he's at 40th Street in Washington. He's been around a very long time. And if you have a transmission problem, you can duplicate. And it's not on a Monday morning or a Friday afternoon. Phil says, stop by, and I'll send somebody on the car with you, and we'll see what happens. Let's go to the phones, guys. Bob, you're up next. How can we help you? Yeah, first of all, I want to thank you for your mannerism and the recommendation of some top-notch shops. I've been to a couple of them that you've recommended, and uh, the business I was in, you oftentimes got a little more when you paid a little more, and I find that with these people. They're well worth their money. Well, thank you for that. Now, to my, my question, I have a 2016 Jeep, got it new. Okay. Um, most of it, I've, or I should say, up until a couple of weeks ago, I did all the maintenance, 
at the dealership. Okay. And I was trying to do that to keep, you know, the maintenance schedule on the da-da. I'm, I'm not big into this. I'm also from the dinosaur age. Okay. okay. So anyway, these last couple have just been phenomenal prices for what they wanted. And so I shopped around. Anyway, I finally went up to Blackwell, got a price on this uh, brake fluid flush and a fuel injection flush, whatever the heck it was called. Okay. Uh, they were definitely cheaper. Okay. Saved myself 100 bucks in those two items. Okay. And uh, my question is, on the scheduled maintenance, I mean, these guys were beating me up at the dealership months ago that these were scheduled at this time. I, I have a little bit of problem with that, but, I mean, now they're onto this uh, cabin filter thing. Okay. All right, I can, Give I me can some do information a sh- on a cabin filter. Uh, well, I'm going to comment on all of it real quick. So you spent a couple hundred dollars on a fuel injector flush, and then a, a brake fluid flush, but you missed one of them, or you missed five of them. We should have flushed your fuel tank, which is something I saw the other day. There is a chain of dealerships that sends out this notice to all their customers, and it says this. And this is a bunch of BS if I've ever heard it. I'm telling you what. This made me <laughs> upset. So it says, we noticed that you're in the mileage of most of your neighbors. And as a result of that, we're finding some patterns here that we think that you should consider. We think that you should have your injectors flush, and actually you should have your fuel tank flushed. So give me, tell me, Brad, how many fuel tanks have, can't even talk, how many fuel tanks has S&S flushed today or this last week? Zero. Dan? Zero, yeah. Oh, wait, let me push your button. Hold on just a minute. I'm going to have to bring you back up, and because I messed up, I'm sorry. Give me that again. We've done no fuel tank flushes. It sounds more like a wallet flush to me. Okay. Well, it, it, it is a wallet flush. I'm here to tell you that unless you've got symptoms, I'm not a real fan of all these fancy flushes. Okay? If you've got a, an intermittent miss or if you've got a rough idle and it's something that's related to the odometer and it's kind of high, then a fuel injection flush is this. Let's flush the fuel injectors and see if it gets better or worse or the same. Agreed? Agreed. So it's a diagnostic process. If we happen to hit a home run, you're the winner. But everybody in our, not everybody, there's a lot of people in our industry that are doing this. And I want to tell you, um, if if somebody, and you you mentioned something else, uh, what was the other thing you mentioned besides what we're at now? A cabin filter. Uh, You know, here's the deal. If you think you need a cabin filter, then you go in and you say, you know, I want to do a cabin filter. And realistically, do you guys have a mileage or a time on fact of cabin filters? Yeah, I think the the dealer, the uh, manual recommends a certain mileage, uh-huh. but we see it very often that we'll be replacing them before that mileage and after that mileage. It just really depends on the driving conditions you go through. So. And where they park the car and what's yeah. on the hood and Absolutely. on a dirt road, all that kind of stuff. So here's the question. How many of you pulled out that had an inch of dirt a pair of underwear and four jack-in-the-box tacos on them. <laughs> huh? How many? Yeah, yeah. How many? How many have come in? Now, I'm not saying you don't need to do a cabin filter, but I'm saying what the symptom. How many of them come in and said the air won't blow out of the vents anymore? You know what I mean? Those right. are the extremes. So I say when you go in to have it done, tell them to put the old one in the box of the new one and put it on the passenger side floorboard. Then you know the mileage of when you did it last, and that will give you a good clue on what you have to do it. And that's the answer. But symptoms, here's the killer. You talk to the service rider, and you were talking about the dealer, so I'm going to use them as the example. 
You said they, this is what they said. And then you look them in the eye and you say, sir, um, I have two questions for you. Number one, where in the manual does it say we're supposed to flush our fuel tank? And number two, tell me what symptoms you're going to fix by flushing my fuel tank. And you know what the answer is? That's exactly what it's going to be. Blackwell probably did the work for you because that's what you wanted. But I suggest that before you do it, that you just say to him, and here's the question. Tom, do you love your wife? He's going to say yes. On Mondays and Wednesdays, he's going to say yes. Then you say, when do you do the cabin filter on your wife's car? Or when do you flush the fuel injectors on your wife's car? That's, that's a better question. The question is, is what do you do, Mark? What do you do, Dan? What do you do, Brad? So it really is that. But you brought up a good point. If I, I didn't mean well, to Well, one, one thing, I, let me interrupt you a little bit. Okay. One thing I was looking at on this fuel injection thing, I mean, you've got to realize I worked in a shop back in the 60s. Mm-hmm. Got out of it. I didn't like it. Uh, anyway, fuel injection and metric came along. I'm glad I'm long gone. Uh, my fuel gas mileage has been down considerably. And so that's one reason I thought this fuel injection, whatever, master, yeah. whatever, might help. I'm about to take off on a long, about a 5,000-mile trip, and so I intend to see an improvement in gas mileage. Yeah, because you're going to so, be high, uh, higher RPMs that whole time. You're not going to be stop-and-go traffic. My truck gets well, 10 miles a that, gallon. But yeah. I, I, do, I, I do mostly long runs. I don't do a hell of a lot of around town. I mean, I'm okay. generally running up to the mountains and back or something. I'm several hours, you know, right. engine running and not high RPM, but you know, these things running, what, 22, 2500? Yep, or 18 anyway. to 22. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're... So, uh, I'm I'm looking for some increase in mileage because, like I say, I was getting in the high 20s, even as much as the low 30s before, and now I'm getting 23. Okay, well, so, let, me, let me touch on that real quick. Um, get the junk out of the trunk. If you've got three sets of golf clubs, get you empty your trunk, air up your tires. You can go cold, maximum inflation. That gonna hurt. That's not going to hurt anything. Make sure your air filter's clean, and drive as if you had a raw egg taped to the accelerator pedal. And try to drive as if you've got a hot cup of coffee between your legs. I understand. Try, try to try I've to drive. Yeah. So I I can't explain it, but I know this much. If you were at Blackwell shop, you should have said, can you do the tailpipe test on me and see what my HC and CO is? If what's coming out of the tailpipe isn't going to kill you for a month if you were to lock yourself in your garage, that's one thing. But if the CO is up at 6% and your hydrocarbons are at 400, then we got stuff coming out of the tailpipe. We need to shut the faucet up front. But fuel injection flush isn't going to make any difference. If you get better fuel economy, then call me back and I'll, I'll admit I was wrong. Okay. Sounds All good. Right. All right. Thank you, Bob. Thank you very much. Brian, you're up next. How can I help you? Brian? Uh, Brian dropped. Let's go okay. to Richard. Richard? Richard, uh, how can I help you? Yes, hi. I'm, I have a 2003 Camry, and ever since I've owned it, the temperature gauge will go from zero to halfway and never go above halfway, no matter what I do. Lately, I've noticed if I have the air conditioning on and I'm not on the freeway, I'm on like a street with lots of stoplights or I'm, you know, sitting there idling, um, the temperature gauge will start heading towards three quarters. And, of course, I immediately turn off the air conditioner and drive fast to get it down to um, 
So I was trying to gather data to you know I bring into one of your shops. Uh, so I did drive home on the freeway, and everyone was fine because going fast, air conditioning on. Well, I stopped at home, I turned it off, and then turned it back on without starting the engine so I could hear. I could hear a, a loud fan going, so I opened the hood and took a look, and I could see there's two fans, and yeah. one is spinning really fast, and the other isn't. Okay. So let I me, thought, huh, is this let good me, data? Okay, let me talk to you about this. First okay. of all, I am not worried at all if your gauge runs between half and three quarters. Never, never, never. That's the operating temperature for virtually every car out there today. And I say today, I'm talking from 2,000 north of that. Your Camry is certainly one of them. So if you, here's the deal. If you're going downhill from Flagstaff on a cold morning, you expect it to be less than half. Okay? Just the environment. You're going up to Flagstaff in the middle of July when the temperature is 110. You're going to expect it to be at three quarters. That's okay. Your Camry has two fans. It has one that's turned on and off based on the engine temperature, and you have one that turns on and off based on the need of your air conditioning system. So we need to move air across the condenser to give you cold air. So that's why that fan's running when you're sitting still. It's because the air conditioning was probably on and the fan was commanded to come on. So you got the two fans. One is temperature-related engine. Now, sometimes, and I can't tell you on your 03 Camry, sometimes those fans can come on together. So if the temperature of the engine gets up to 230, and then we also have a condenser issue, then both fans will come on. But they both have different functions. They're both triggered differently. And what you're telling me right now, um, here's the deal. If you wanted to, Richard, and you were going to Disneyland, and you said, Mark, I want to take your grandkids, and I've got this problem with my temperature gauge and my fan running, I'd say take the kids. I'd say take the kids. I would say I'll go with you. I won't take any tools. I'm trying to put you in a comfort zone here where you don't need to worry about what you're talking about. Okay. okay. I just Since it had changed behavior, I thought, well, maybe it should be looked into because it had never gone above half ever before. Okay. All right. He, he, let, me, let me explain something to you real quick. When does water boil? At uh, 212, right? Bingo. Yeah, I asked ASU students the other day, and nobody knew the answer, and I'm kind of worried about that. Every time you shut your car off, we, we condense a tablespoon of water in your oil, and water and oil equals sludge. And in the 50s and the 60s and the 70s and the 80s, we never had a motor that went past 125, 125,000. And when we opened up the valve covers, they opened up the intake, took the oil pan off, there was chocolate sludge everywhere, an inch deep. So the oil manufacturers were being blamed. Everybody said Pennzoil. You can't buy that Pennzoil because it turns into sludge. That's what they'd say. The fact of the matter is, is none of that's true. What was happening is, is we had a 180-degree thermostat in there, and we ran that thing less than half. So we never boiled the water out of the oil. We need the oil temperature up above 212 in order to turn the water to a vapor, suck it out of the engine, and send it out the tailpipe. That's the way it is. So the reason why we've gone to a, a, a 195 thermostat, and the reason why I want that car to run between half and three quarters is to get the water out of the oil. So when you drive short trips, we get water. When your wife starts chasing you down in the bowling alley, that's when we start burning off the water. So does that make sense to you? Oh, yeah, it, it does. I guess okay. when should I, overheating, I know, is a bad thing. When should I worry about uh, the temperature gauge? When you get... One or two needles away from the red. And i got to take a break, so if you want to continue the conversation, hang on. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.